1: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper for an emergency live, and emergency episode. Kyrie Irving has been traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Dime Dropper. Make sure to turn on the notification bell for whenever we go live. Of course, this episode also can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and of course, to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Dime Dropper Pod for today's episode. Some Bringing on a special guest, somebody who I've asked to come on a couple times but the scheduling has never really worked out he has developed a decent to say the least following of nets fans on his social media accounts caleb from brooklyn netcast here to talk to us about what, oh man i don't even want to get into it but caleb welcome to dime dropper man appreciate the love as always
0: yeah hey, thank you for having me on man i've wanted to be on for what we've been trying to plan this for like eight months on and off we just got we got to make it a consistent thing it's a great duo it's like uh like a. K.D. and Kyrie. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh man, would that be considered a great duo? <laughs> no, 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 but not not right now. Um, I guess not. No, more like uh, how about we say Blake Griffin and Chris, Chris Paul? Paul? Yeah, we'll take we, can, that. We, can, we can we can take that. Right? I think that's good. <laughs> so,
1: Brooklyn man, so a lot to get to, man. Um, Kyrie Irving. Let me just ask you this before we get started. You know, this off was a really weird one. We thought for a second Kyrie was going to get traded. And then he opted in, was going to play out the year with KD, or at least we thought. KD then requests a trade. That got everything going crazy. And then ultimately, your front office won at the time, won out, and KD was staying put. They couldn't find a good offer or an offer that they liked. And you guys start the season, fire Steve Nash, and start to play really good basketball with Jacques Vaughn. Before we get into the Kyrie Irving trade, Let me know what you think of the Nets' season so far, the basketball you guys have been playing. You're currently at the fourth seed. You know, I think that's part of why this kind of was so shocking everybody and how it happened so quick that the Nets were finally looking like their best versions of the regular season in the 7-11 era, not counting that, you know, time with James Harden where he was hooping in the regular season.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's been such a fun season, really, between Kyrie and KD. I mean, Kyrie in the fourth quarters, you know, dominating, having a great stretch of play without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant being himself. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. He looked like the best version of himself again this season. It's like he gets better every year. It makes no sense. Every year he looks better. So, you know, that was always fun. Nick Claxton breaking out and becoming a decoy candidate, currently second, uh, should be first. He doesn't fake his stats, actually. And just overall, uh, the the role players just (laughs) stepping stepping up. uh, Like, Seth having a really good game against the Clippers and absolutely killing them. Yeah. Yeah. Yuta Watanabe being, you know, the best uh, Chinese player in all of basketball. So, Is he uh, Japanese? Japanese. Shit. Oh, 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 you, you, you didn't hear he, that. The hey, Yao
1: Ming stands are going to come at you for that one.
0: Yeah, that, that's my bad. That was a, you know, it's a bit different.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, fun. Would you, so you feel good about oh, like Ben Simmons? Let's hear about Ben Simmons and Jacques Vaughn.
0: Mm, okay. So it's weird with Ben because he started off bad. Then he had a stretch of, like, eight games where he looked amazing. He was averaging, like, 18, 17, 9, and 8 or something, 17, 8, and 8. Wow. With like, 86% from the field or something crazy and was playing good defense. And then he had the knee injury and then he was out for, like, four games. And they came back and didn't look the same. And now he's hurt again. People say he's faking it. I don't really, you know, know where to stand on that. I personally don't think he's faking it. I understand You know, he's had a few flare-ups this season with the exact same league. So I'm kind of, you know, iffy on that. And then we have Cam Thomas having some of these just nuclear games. He's had like eight or nine of them this season. Where it's just kind of like, you know, I'm better than you. I'm going to cook you one-on-one. And, you know, have 44 uh, last night off the bench. Wow. Beautiful. I mean.
1: Definitely something to watch as we play you guys. That's actually funny that we're doing this video and the Clippers and Nets are playing each other. Oh,
0: I didn't think about that. They play tomorrow.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's actually funny. Very coincidental. But, okay, so it sounds like you're pretty pleased. So before you hear the trade request, you're thinking to yourself, all we need is KD back and right in the hunt, right?
0: Yeah, other than that, I thought we needed, like, a Nas Reed. But other than that, yeah. Back
1: up big, right? The same thing as Clipper fans. You guys want to back up big. We want to back up big because I'm guessing without Claxton, and you guys crumble, crumbly. right?
0: Uh, without Claxton, we do crumble defensively. Yeah, without Zubats, know. we crumble too. But I will say it's be- it- we crumble now without Kevin Durant. Well, not that's
1: no—that's that's obvious. Well,
0: defensively, I'm saying. Not, not okay. even offensively. It's defensively without KD and without Klax on the floor and without Ben because all three, you know, haven't been – like those two haven't been playing. Clax hasn't been, you know, been able to stay on the floor for 48 minutes. Uh, yeah, it does look bad defensively for some stretches. So, so you're feeling pretty
1: good. You know, it's funny is a lot of Knicks fans and like people around New York that I talk to – we're like, this was doomed from the start. The Nets had no chance heading into this season. I personally don't feel that way. I think that after Jacques Vaughn became your coach, I think yeah. you should have you should have as much belief as other teams, like the Philadelphia 76ers or these kind of teams, because we've seen Kyrie win as a number two option. We still haven't seen KD be that clear-cut number one, but this is what the challenge was for him in Brooklyn. Yeah. And yeah. now we hear... The trade request that Kyrie wanted to be moved. Let me just hear, man. You're a pretty big Kyrie Irving defender. Even when everybody was going at him last season, you stuck by the guy. Tell me what you thought about his trade request. Did you feel betrayed? Did you think it was out of nowhere? And what did it just make you feel like emotionally as a fan?
0: Well, I thought I understood the business aspect behind it. I, I did. Like he wanted to be paid. He wanted to, you know, feel appreciated almost by the front office, and not like right. he, he couldn't trust ownership, couldn't trust management, and that's not a fun way to play out a contract and go into the off season. Like, oh, I don't even trust the guys that I need to pay me. I don't. So, like, I was I understood it totally, and uh, I still do. I get it. And there's a, definitely some ethical differences between Joe and Kyrie Irving. And they're also justified from, you know, Kyrie. And I'm not going to sit up here and, like, totally defend him because, you know, he – in his own, there's reasons not to trust him. I've said that. Like, I get why you get nervous paying him long-term money guaranteed because he does have problems taking to the floor. It's fine. Like, we can all admit it. But it just wasn't handled perfectly in the front office. And uh, GM Sean Marks and Joe Sy knowingly have big egos and have had problems with a multitude of other players – So that's where I kind of, like, eased up on a little bit too. It was like, okay, so he's not the only player that had problems with the front office. I mean, I had old Nets players uh, liking and retweeting shit about Joe Cy and Sean Marks being incompetent and not being good at what they do. So, like, I think that was another thing. Like, old Nets players agreed and current ones did obviously with, like, KD, Kyrie, uh, even, like, there was little things about other role players I really can't say too much about that weren't too happy with those two. So, like, it's like, eh. When you really dive deep, um, deep into it, you get what happened and why it happened. And, oh, of course, I'm upset that, like, Kyrie's gone. Like, you wish you could play the season out with him, have him for four more years and, you know, play some beautiful basketball. But I, I do get it. So, I'm not, like, totally, you know, mad at him. Makes sense. You know, guys. does. So, do you think the – what do you think the Nets front office
1: should have done? Did, did he – he wanted to be – so, from what I know, did he want the two-year – or do you want to just have a guaranteed when this is then I'm going to sign a new four-year deal with you guys?
0: He wanted a guaranteed four-year, which I get why the Nets also had some hesitancy paying him. But it is situational where the Nets don't have their own draft capital. So for me, it was kind of more of a no-brainer. Like, so you go to the bottom of the barrel team with no draft picks. Or, you know, you you feel iffy about paying Kyrie, but at least you have him. So, like, you know. Right. Like, you and that means the- you have
1: Kevin Durant. That's the thing.
0: That's that's kind of what I was gonna was like – you know what? What are we gonna do without them? So like, eh, you know, keep them, pay them the four years. Feel uneasy about it, but you do have both of them, so at least you're not bottom of the barrel team.
1: You, you always know, have I, a contender's shot with KD and Kyrie.
0: Just you or, do have a shot. Or KD alone. That's kind of how I feel about Kevin Durant. You know.
1: Well, well, championship contention though. Do you think you win?
0: Oh, um there's gotta be stuff done. But I'm saying as a whole, like you'll make the playoffs and you'll. Yeah. For the most part, and you'll do some things if you have a good complementary pieces in Kevin Durant. For the most part, obviously last season did not work out, but I mean we didn't have complementary pieces. It was Bruce Brown was our third best player. And which I just, love I love yeah. Bruce, but,
1: yeah, and you just didn't have I mean Kyrie on the court very much. It's very hard to develop. You had so much going on, yeah, James Harden yeah. being traded, all that. So okay, let me ask you this: You say you had some hesitancy. I, I totally agree with you. I think that the Nets should have paid him because. You don't have much. You don't have, you trade the future away with that hardened trade, right?
0: Yes, that's him. Kind of my, my point. Yeah. Yeah. Like so if,
1: I think they should have paid him.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. If they had their picks, I get it. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, you, we have all your draft capital. You can build for the future. I get it. Like it makes sense. Yeah. You, I get what not paying him. You have a ton of stuff to work with in the future. You could build up this roster each year with draft picks. It makes a lot of sense not to pay him, but you don't. We have other teams picked, but not our own. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So,
1: and you also said you get the hesitancy from them. It's definitely not an easy choice because Kyrie Irving, the basketball player without like the baggage, is definitely worth a max contract in today's market. There's no doubt about it. But the, you know, the first year, not the first year, the second year, the first year of the KD 711 was when he took time off randomly and people didn't know where he was at. Then he showed up in focus groups. Then last year he had the vaccine thing. So I understand that they don't trust him. They clearly don't trust him. And and he feels a little betrayed, not a little betrayed, very betrayed. Now let me ask you this, man, from the fan perspective, do you feel like Kyrie – walked down on you guys and Kevin Durant by not playing out the season? Because at the end of the day, he could have just left for free. You can yeah. say he kind of did the Nets a favor in ways that you guys got something out of him, but do you wish that maybe he just said, you know what, fuck the management, I'm going to leave in the offseason, but I'm still going to finish the season out with my brother and the Nets fans?
0: Of course, to some extent. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, oh, it would have been nice to have him, to keep him for the rest of the season and play this out and see how it rides. Nice phone Sorry. call. No, that's fine. You, you'll yeah. we'll live, um. But you know, it, it didn't happen. You you wish to some extent you would have stayed, yes, and like not been traded, not wanted out, and just played it out and just said, you know, what? I'm gonna put my head down and, and get it done. But with how the contract was, how his market value was fluctuating, it's just very. He's in a he's in a very different scenario. Than almost everybody else, essentially. So he's kind of you can't like compare it like, oh, but James Harden did this, or oh, you know, this X star did this. You know, it's just very different with him because he's a very unique person and player and was in a really weird relationship with front office and you know himself. So I I get it. But I yeah, of course you feel a little bit upset about it. Yeah. Did do you feel
1: bad for Kevin Durant? bad for kevin durant yeah. i mean he did pick kyrie irving to be his co-star but i don't think that he ex- i mean he, let's be honest man your guys' championship chances for this season i think ended today that's just my Not opinion
0: i think they end mattering on thursday that's kind of where i'm at I want to okay see depending watching. on who, if you guys
1: make I mean, do you think you're gonna get, get a second star at the deadline though
0: what who would we qualify as a star this is kind of where throw some names at me and i'll tell you Is OG a star? Because the Nets are a great role player. But you
1: guys got Dorian Finney Smith. I mean, he's a great role player.
0: So, like, that's kind of my thing is like, I don't know. The Nets, the first thing they did after they traded Kyrie was call Toronto, which I just kind of found like, huh, you know, there's like the whole roster is up for fire sale, I guess. So, you don't really know. If it's Van Vliet, if it's... Van Vliet would make you good. I just think that he's not a second-best yeah.
1: player on a championship. Oh, I agree. Team. I think I, the I, thing I, a second-best player on a championship team is very difficult. I think those players oh, that have yeah. done that in NBA history deserve a lot more credit than they get.
0: Oh, absolutely. Including
1: um, Kyrie Irving, for that matter.
0: Well, I guess there is a few, you know, um, carried by one guy kind of things. But, yeah, relatively speaking, of course, yeah. I
1: mean, the thing is, yeah, you can't bank on 2011 Dirk or 94 Akeem. It's just a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially '94. I'm sorry, yeah. That's the the best. I I mean, good lord, I I, I love Hakeem. By the way, favorite center of all time. By far, there we go. Um, Yeah, half.
1: Give us your Nets. By the way, before we keep going, give us your Nets fandom background. I always ask people when they come on the show Mm, to give us fandom because you seem very optimistic. I, 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 uh, I get the sense, especially because as a Clipper fan, we're all like internal optimists that like. The us that have been fan like the when you when you were first, I don't know how, how long you've been a Nets fan now, 10 years, 12 years?
0: Oh, 10, 11. Uh, I think yeah. when I got yeah. to like
1: 15 plus is when I started becoming like gets in annoyed easier.
0: Oh, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've, like, been a, I've been a Bills yeah. fan for my whole life. And yes, I get much oh, yeah. more annoyed with the Bills than I do the Nets still. I okay. think it has more to do with that. I, I, for reference, I live in Buffalo. So. Okay. There's a lot more you know, people around me that are also annoyed when we lose. So, you know, give or take, you know, <laughs> that does factor into it a bit more. But my neighbor, actually, um, my best friend, Mike, uh, I've known him a long time now. His family was, you know, new family in the walk from New York City, um, you know, like, yeah, 11 years ago. And they had a Brooklyn Nets flag hanging from their um, the front of their house, which was just, you know, weird at the time. Because nobody mm-hmm. cares about bu- uh, basketball in Buffalo, relatively speaking, and uh, we just became really good friends. And he's like, "You want to go to Toronto and watch a Brooklyn Nets game?" I'm like, "I don't really like basketball, but you know, I'll, I'll do it." This and is I when, said, like, 2012, uh, 2012. Yeah, Are right. the New Jersey I'm Nets like- here, or the Brooklyn Nets. I think yeah, they were still New. I think they were. It was New Jersey actually. So would it, 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 it? Yeah, it would have okay. been 2012. They were in New Jersey still. Um, but yeah, we went to Toronto, watched the game. And after that, uh, I was like, I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm hooked. So ever since then, I've been a big Nets fan. Uh, it's very weird though. No one around here is Nets fans. My friends moved away. Um, but so yeah. your friend made you, a, your friend
1: got you into the Nets. Yes. I didn't,
0: I hated basketball. Um,
1: wow. And, that's int- he friend got you into basketball and the Nets all in one.
0: Yes. And now that's, you know, basketball is my, Big thing, obviously, you know, just like you, like it's fucking love basketball and, yeah. and that's our, you know, they've supplied me with great opportunities now. I mean, they brought me to Brooklyn and gave me box seats and every stuff like that. Like it's been like life changing. So truly, like I, I owe it all to him. Like it's been awesome. And I just, yeah. What's
1: your main platform, by the way? I will plug you at the end, but like, what's the platform Twitter. that you say?
0: Twitter? Twitter. I mean, yeah. Twitter by far. Got some cool people on there too. Definitely. friends I've made from there. Few uh I'll tell you who after the the real cool one, but I can't remember what to say right now, but it's pretty Let, awesome. Let's
1: let's uh let's keep going though. So yeah, man, it's it's very tough. At the end of the day, this seven-eleven era has now come to an end after three and a half years. Three but and a half, three it really and a half. felt like two and a half years because KD missed the whole first season. Felt like but one and a an half, that,
0: honestly. What'd you say? Felt like one and a half, honestly, if we're gonna count and everything else, too, injuries and you know, stuff off the court felt like maybe one, one and a half years, like it just went by, like snap of a finger.
1: I know, man, it's, it's insane. You had chapter one, no KD, we have a pandemic. Chapter two, trade for Harden and then get injured after actually looking like you could win the championship. Everybody chapter three, Kyrie vaccine, Harden gets traded, and now chapter four, off season drama. And now Kyrie gets traded. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. literally like you couldn't – I've said it on Twitter today, man. You couldn't have scripted it to be this chaotic. Um, I feel Super sorry new. for you fans, honestly, man. I really do feel sorry for the fans because the one thing that I enjoyed about that duo coming to Brooklyn was a, a, a franchise like mine who's secondary in their market has a chance to win the championship with these players that you know we've watched for years dominate around the league with OKC, with KD – I mean, I've been watching this guy since I was, like, an 8-year-old kid dominating. I've been watching Kawhi since I was, like, 12. Like, just, you know, ascending to this. And now he's on the Clippers and the Nets. I mean, that, that those are so cool to me.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that
1: it's over. So I just want to hear, man, reflecting on the whole thing. I mean, yeah, I think man. one of the biggest failures in NBA history. I mean, I want to hear what you That's think. That's fair.
0: I got my cat right here. How are we doing? Say hi to everybody. She's got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, um, definitely one of the bigger failures in NBA history. That's hundred percent fair. People will be like, "No, well this happened." Well, that would that what, the things that have happened, like get it, players getting traded, kind of factors into that all. And uh, it, it's definitely been you know rough, and it's like, oh, just when it just was about to be perfect, you know, this happens or this happens. But in the end, it, it's been you know as annoying as it's been, it's been fun at times, and. Like, yeah, I know, it, 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 at times is a key term here. Because sometimes, like the Tyler Johnson and, you know, James Johnsons of the world playing significant minutes in big games. Yeah, not not fun. But, you know, there was some fun times in between. But, yeah, definitely a huge failure. But I still, you know, love the Nets. or are my team. So I'm still going to root for them, cheer them on 100%. And uh, keep giving them my whole fandom. You know, how, how could you not? I, I don't understand the whole – like the stand thing, Stan stuff bothers me. Like yeah,
1: me too. I mean, everyone knows with me.
0: Yeah, and I know with you. Trust me, that's kind of why I brought it up. You are a Stan hater, is that fair? Yeah, yeah I, it. It? I mean, so I am fair. too. It, it's fine, but like, I don't understand moving with players and switching teams and just like, what's? It's not fun. What's the fun in that? You're not a real like. You're not supporting something consistently. You have to go through the hot, uh, through the real lows to feel the real highs. That's kind of how. I
1: Yeah, it. no doubt, man. And this is, I mean. It's going to put you guys in a tough spot. Before we get into what the teams are going to look like, Dallas and, and uh, Brooklyn, simple question because Cavs fans would probably answer yes to this question overall. Celtics fans is a resounding no. Was it fun having Kyrie Irving on your team?
0: Yes, I would say so. Wow. You know, I know all the issues. I know. But Kyrie Irving, like, the, let's let's be real about the Nets. Like okay. The Nets have not had the greatest track record of great – or fun basketball, really. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. So it was really a breath of fresh air, especially after, what, four awful, awful seasons? And then two mediocre seasons where we're, like, just straight up mid, you know, AC, D, low, nuts. They do cool bench dancing. 2019 seemed pretty fun, though. It was fun because it was also, like, we were, oh, we're actually playing for something now. You know, we're doing something. But it was also just mid. So, you know, like, you know, you take it, you know. But, like, Kyrie... Watching him on the court, I know all the stuff off the court sucked, but he played some of the most entertaining basketball you could ask for when he was out there. So I would say, you know, I wish things would have went differently. Um, I wish, you know, he wouldn't have done this. But was it worth it having Kyrie Irving on the basketball team and watching him play when he did? Yes, because what was the alternative? D'Angelo Russell or Karis Lavert? And guess who I'm choosing? I'm choosing the 150 out of 290 of Kyrie over to 190 fully healthy, both of them combined. So that's kind of how I look at it. It's like the alternative, you know, between both Yeah. We're...
1: Are you disappointed that KD chose Kyrie as the co-star to bring to Brooklyn? Or do you, you couldn't have anticipated this?
0: I think it's kind of a switch. I think Kyrie brought KD. I okay. That's more than fair. Um, so in that regard also, we do owe you know, like Kyrie did also bring KD here. So we have KD because of him. And I think that's pretty well agreed upon in the Nats community that Kyrie did bring Katie here. So yeah, I've heard,
1: like, I've heard that as well. So it, I should have said it differently. Yeah.
0: So, like, that also is a big thing. Like, even if, like, Katie leaves this offseason, Kyrie brought us, like, you know, whatever, five five first-round picks and a bunch of assets. So I'm happy that, you know, in a sense, Kyrie brought Katie with him and they ended up pairing up because, you know. But we would have had the solid role players instead. I'll choose them every single time. There was like a tweet yesterday, like, what could have been D'Angelo Russell, Karis Lavert, Spencer Dinwiddie? Well, guess what? We got him back. Um, and Jared Allen, and like, and then they brought up like Jared Dudley. Like, I don't know what they were trying to prove with, with uh, adding got him and Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Love Rondé, but he's not in the league anymore. Here is Dudley, um, or Ed Davis. I don't know what, yeah, but uh, you know, I, I would choose those two every single time you ask me tomorrow, hey, you want that team back or you want KD and Kyrie again? But it's going to be a bunch of, you know, issues throughout, I'm choosing Kyrie and KD again.
1: Man. So looking back, final question about the whole Kyrie era in Brooklyn – you can I mean I know you're probably mad and you definitely Nets fans have an absolute right to be mad at Joe Sign and Sean Marks they totally fumbled this it's going to be really hard now for stars look going forward while this ownership is intact to want to come to Brooklyn after they fumbled this so hard my question is this first uh 2020 2021 season Kyrie does some things where it seems like he is not putting the championship aspirations of the team first when he just left randomly and then obviously with the covid thing people are saying you know, if you want to win a chip, you got to get vaccinated. It's going to help the team chemistry. Do you? What do you think the Nets fans' reaction is going to be when Kyrie comes back to Barclays? And it's, do you think if they hate, it's warranted after all the things I just said?
0: Oh, yeah. They're just going to get booed. I get it. Like, here, here's my thing, too. Like, I don't like – I always like watching Kyrie fit play. I'm not a Kyrie fan anymore. Just kind of how that goes. That's how my fandom works with players. Like, after you leave the Nets – like, it's like, oh man, you know, I hope you do well, but I, I you know, I, you know. So, no know. more, no more Kyrie tweets on Brooklyn Netcast, huh? I mean, probably here and there you'll get something because, like, I mean, he's still tied in with the team's history. So, like, you will we'll get stuff about Kyrie, but it's kind of like the same thing with Harden. Like, I don't tweet about James Harden anymore, and I don't tweet about. But didn't you feel like he betrayed you guys? But, but now, are, see, James Harden's look really good after all this. With, with
1: <laughs> that's the problem, and I'm not—I don't like James Harden. But that's the thing—he looked It's good. a fair
0: point. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing on the wall. Yeah, absolutely. I I do like, you know, I I feel both ways. How they both, you know, could have like Kyrie and Harden should have handled things differently. But I, like I said, I painted this as on my page. If you have seen the tweets, I put a majority to blame on them too, uh, in Josiah and Sean Marks, because it like. Do we see the consistent pattern, like all the players being unhappy and all the players wanting out, and players' agents, not even the players, being unhappy with them? Like it it seems like a common theme. So that's, wow, I you know good. I hope Harden does well. Hope Kyrie does well in the you know endeavors. I hope we smoke them when we play them. But I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pin it on Joe and Sean, for the most part because, yeah, it's just been shown time and time again, and people have said things. And like I said, like, like Rodions Kurucs. Like I know, do you remember him? Uh, Of course, it's been a little bit. Um, yeah, he kind of ended up the same thing that they were shit at their jobs and were not competent. You know, not you know worthy of being owner and GM of an NBA team. So even like role players. So yeah,
1: there. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with all that. I think um you're probably I don't know the Nets fan base that well, but it seems like you might be on the nicer side with Kyrie. I think they're gonna be ruthless.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I'm not even like. I don't know. I, I, after players leave, I just, eh, you know, they're gone. Like, it's whatever. Like, kind of like with, like, Harden. Like, for, like, a few weeks after, you know, you, you say a few things, but, like, after, it's like, oh, eh, you know, Harden's on another team, right? Like, I don't care. And Like, same thing with Kyrie now. Like, you will probably, I'll be, like, upset for, like, a week or two. But it's like, hey, eh, he's on another team. And it's kind of how I've always moved about it with, like, players. Like, you know, they're not part of the, the team that I care about. I care about my team, and that's what I'm focused on, so – after, you know, like two weeks, it's like, ah, yeah, whatever. Kyrie's on a different team. You know, you move on. Go nuts.
1: Yeah. I'd be pretty mad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I'm frustrated. But,
0: of course. I mean, yeah.
1: Let's talk about the actual deal that was made. So Kyrie Irving gets traded to the Dallas Mavericks for Dorian Finney-Smith. Spencer Dinwiddie making his return to Brooklyn where he was yeah. – he yeah. had definitely his best tenure in his NBA career, no doubt about it. Yeah. And then a couple of picks attached as well, first and second round, correct? Uh, I think there was – Three second-rounders. And then no first-rounders? No,
0: there's a first-rounder, too.
1: Okay. So let me ask you this. Did you like the return? Obviously, you're not going to get a second star, and that's why I said, honestly, the Nets uh, – I was saying the Nets should just chance it and just go and just let him walk if it's that in the offseason. Instead, yeah. you get a couple of role guys. Um, what do you think of it?
0: I wanted Josh Green, by the way. So, I, you know, I love Josh Green. Josh Green better than Sadiq Um, Also, I'm on that bandwagon. I agree with that. It's a very, very
1: random is that, is that a thing? It's a very random comparison. Are they from the yeah, same draft? They're, yeah, they're, they're same not. Draft.
0: Oh, really? they? I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. Like Josh ask more. Ask, ask Bibbs. I don't know. Because like Bibbs keeps talks about it all the time. And I felt Bibbs, Bibbs needs to make his appearance He's on that. He's tied program. me in. He's tied me into it. So I'm like, shit, like it's a, it's a big thing now. Like I, I gotta talk about it. Like but you get Finney Smith, their best defender, Smith. probably. I asked for him five days ago, you know, that turned out interesting. I'm like, I really, we really need Finney Smith, everybody. Let's go get DFS. He'd be perfect for a Boston series. And, you know, I guess we did get him, but, you know, <laughs> uh, at the cost of Kyrie Irving, so, you know, yeah. Um, I like the return because I'm looking at it from a lens of, I mean, obviously I wanted more. I'm happy we didn't get Christian Wood. I don't like Christian Wood at all. I don't know if it's, I know that he's, everybody's very iffy on him, mm-hmm. but I don't like Christian Wood. Um so I was happy we didn't get him. I hate Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, absolute shot chucker. Um, thank God we didn't get Reggie Bullock. But um, to the point that I, I like Dinwiddie. You know, Dinwiddie unfollowed follow me on Twitter though. I did not appreciate that. I want my follow back. Yeah, after he got traded. I'm like, man, what, what are you doing here? Signing, traded. Once he sees like the it. propaganda come back, he'll. he'll oh, um, right it's it. coming back. I want my follow back. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I like Dinwiddie. You know, he can he just does some nice things. You know, he nice complimentary offensive score, shooting the ball really well this year. You know, forty percent from three, uh, makes some nice plays. He's jumping higher now. I don't know how that happened. Um, he started dunking on people. This did not happen in Brooklyn. He had like one dunk in his whole Brooklyn tenure, <laughs> maybe two. We'll give him two or so. But like, I don't know how that happened. And you know, he's not great defensively. He's a decent playmaker. He makes some smart reads, smart passes, also some boneheaded passes, though. But so, but he's still a decent playmaker and a nice complementary piece. And then DFS, love his defense. I think the Nets are forming one of the best defensive cores in all of basketball, and I don't really think that's up for debate too much. It's a really good defensive team. And I'm hoping we flip the picks. That's kind of where I'm at with the picks. Flip them. Send them. Go somewhere.
1: Yeah. This offseason or right now? Right now. Right now. Okay. So – Do you think – do you agree the championship – chances are gone? Like what are your expectations now for the season?
0: Like 85%, 90% yes, but you can go for it big time, like big time. I mean, like we have like four first-round picks to work with. You have eight second-round picks. You have, you know, Cam – like I love Cam Thomas. Nice 44-point game last night. Uh, Totally cooked the Wizards. I I know it's the Wizards, but like the Wizards also – decent basketball right now though. The Wizards also almost have a better record than the Hawks. Um, tell Alex that for me, will you? Um, he still has to make his appearance on Dime Dropper as well. Oh, yeah. There we go. There's another one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could trade Cam, Seth, Joe, you know, even like Royce is on the table. Like, I, you know, I love Royce though, but I really wouldn't like to move him. He's like one of the, he's got four game winners this season. I don't he's know been how. good. He's, he's been good. really good. Yeah, I mean defense. They asked him to play point of attack, and he looks bad doing it because he's not a point of attack defender. So of course he looks bad doing it. So. But now okay. you have one. Yes. Now we have one. We had to, we haven't had one in a um. God, when's the last time we had a point of attack defender it, that we let play point of attack? You know. It seems like you guys actually have exactly what you were missing last season. In that way, you got
1: some length and and width, length and width, length and wings added to the <laughs> roster.
0: Yeah, um, it's a it's yeah, – we're going we're gonna to have like the biggest starting five in basketball probably. It's going to be
1: Dorian Finney-Smith, KD, Claxton, uh, Spencer. Ben,
0: I, maybe. Oh, yeah. I guess it would be – like I'm going to flip between starting Ben, Spence, and Royce mm-hmm. or Dinwiddie, Royce, and DFS. Um, how I want to play that, I'm not sure. We'll see how the Nets do it. But
1: like okay. we're going to have a
0: very large starting five.
1: What's your what's your um so let's say so given that this trade was made, I'm guessing you like the Dallas package better than the ones that were out there from like the Lakers, us, you know.
0: I hated the Clippers package. I'm sorry. Lakers was awful too. But they're like, We'll give you uh, you know, you can get like Rocco and Reggie Jackson. Wait, like, wait a minute.
1: Wait, what what well? Like, the Terrence was- Man.
0: But I'm like, Ter- Terrence.
1: Well, at least Terrence Terrence man, man, anybody would love, be lucky to have him. I, but Dorian
0: Smith is Yeah, I like Terrence. But Mann. I, I
1: agree though. If I'm the Nets, I wouldn't want to trade with the Clippers either. We, Not for we have Kyrie no
0: Harris, and Seth Curry, and like Patty. We don't want more guys that just shoot the basketball. I like Luke Kennard too, but literally the man just kind of you know shoots the basketball. So it's like, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, no. so you're happy with the package. Um out that- of the
0: awkward ones. I would have liked another first instead yeah. of the seconds. That's kind of what I was, you know, would have upset about, but I would have liked Dinwiddie, Smith, two first, flipped the two first. Then you got like a shit ton of picks and you can get almost anybody. Like you could have like I saw a Siakam comment. We won't get them because now we don't have enough. But if you threw four first of other other teams first, by the way, then you at least had a shot at it. Now you don't with three. So yeah, it was kind of my iffiness.
1: I'm guessing that the reason why they didn't take certain other packages that were more centered around draft picks was because they likely, I would assume, had a conversation with KD that he's going to ride this out to the end of the season and they'll reevaluate where they're at after the season. Would it shock you if he asked for a trade in the next couple of days?
0: Yeah. um, Would you feel betrayed? I'd feel understanding, but, like, damn, like, give it, like, till the end of the season. You're under contract. Mm. He's a bit different. He is under contract. I feel differently about that. When you and when you, you know the team really wants you, you're your general manager and owner actually want you to be on the team. That's you know, a bit yeah. different. So like it is different from like the Harden and Kyrie thing, where it's uh you know you you have a contract for like three more years or two and a half seasons, I guess. So I would feel betrayed that way more because mm. you know he's gonna get his freaking money. So it's not about money and yeah. contracts. It's like and you know, that, I mean you guys have given him everything he wants. Well, we gotta give
1: him something. besides Kyrie no. Irving.
0: Yeah, like who would be the number? Who would be the number two that you think the Nets should throw everything at? Because they have a lot to work with. I mean, three you could throw like three first, a bunch of seconds. I see a comment seconds. about Pascal Siakam that he's a. Per, I mean, he's proven it as a number two guy. Yeah, like if he had another first, I feel like he, oh shit, like Raptors are taking four first from like you know no doubt. But like we needed our first, and I'm not trading a 2028 20, Nets first. It's not happening. Not happening. Not doing it. I don't care if it is Kevin. Like, you know, you have Kevin. I, I don't care. We're not going farther back that way with no picks. It's too far already.
1: So what do you think about um, – Okay, so you said you'd be shocked if Kevin Durant requested a trade. If KD ends this season with, you know, just a bunch of role players, man, I, I'm honestly going to gain a lot of respect for him because, you know, this is the twilight of his prime. I know he seems to be getting better, but I I, I don't know how many great, great years he's going to oh, have left right. Yeah, his well, But – it's just, a, it's kind of a wasted year for him in an attempt at a title when he's playing such great basketball.
0: What's your, what's unless your ceiling? What'd you say? I want to get the number two.
1: You want us to get number two seed? Okay.
0: No, unless you, we get a oh, number, our number two. two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless you get a number two. But let's say you don't and you ride this squad in the playoffs. What's your expectation? Like, what would make you happy just to win a series?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, I think like seeding does matter here. Like, where do we finish up? Of seeding? course it does. Like, if, like, if we play, you know, who the hell is going to be the sixth seed? Who do you think will be the sixth seed of the East?
1: Before the season, I said it was going to be the um, Cavs. Okay. It's not going to be the Cavs or the Heat, I'd say, but well, it could be you now.
0: Well, uh, yeah. See, there's a lot up in there. See, if we like play the Cavs, like you can beat the Cavaliers. Like I like the Cavaliers. He would have
1: to play insane to me to beat the Cavs. Now with that, they have so much talent.
0: Yeah, but they do have significant holes in their roster too. So it's like a uh, wing, know, you the wing should... defenders. They got none of them. They just don't exist. Like I'm, Isaac I'm sorry, I hate Isaac Court, man. It's it's the uh him and Karis Levert. If you combine their skill sets, man, they'd be something. I'll tell you. But you can't combine. No them doubt. Two. Be a great you know, player. One. Yeah, <laughs> but they're exact opposite. So it's like yeah, offense, defense, offense, defense. And then there's Kevin Love, who might be the worst uh, defender in basketball now. Really, you go that far? Yo, he's awful. I mean, he he back back, you know, like he's been awful this year. And, like, offensively, like, sometimes he gets hot. But other times it's he's in the uh, shot-chucking category as well, where Kevin. it's like you, we know you're Kevin Love, but you're also like, how old's Kevin Love now? Like, what, 35?
1: Something Kevin. like
0: that. Yeah. So, like, sometimes it's like it's not it. And then, like, it's Lamar Stevens. Like, come on. You got, I understand the, the, the top four there. But if you're like a a nine a really good nine-man rotation, you should beat the Cavaliers is kind of how I feel about them.
1: Okay, so we'll see what happens in the matchups. Last you know, last thing before we end it out, man, we got to talk about how it is for Dallas. You get Kyrie Irving now. Luka finally has his second Some star. My thing is this. I have a big conviction in basketball. If your two best players do not guard or are not interested in guarding consistently, you're not going to win a championship. We've never seen the two best players on a team that won the championship not be decent at defense. You obviously yeah. watch Kyrie Irving every night, so you can t- talk to me more about his defense and his effort. To me, Kyrie's not a bad defender when he tries; he's decent there when he go. tries.
0: There but
1: go. it's a matter of what mood he's in. And sometimes when he's not hitting shots, mm-hmm. like in the playoffs last year, he kind of got discouraged, and it just looked like he was kind of going through the motions a little bit. Luca this season has, when I watched him, he hasn't played a lick of defense. Last season, he. he was a little man different Tired,
0: man. I gotta tell you, I give him a little bit of slack.
1: Yeah. Because you got nobody on offense, but now you have somebody to take a little bit of that pressure on you on offense. You can rest a little bit. I think in the half court, it's going to be very similar to how LeBron and Kate Ky- Kyrie were, where it's going to be kind of take turnsy. But they can also run some sets with Kyrie coming off the ball and stuff where Luca can hit yeah. him in the pocket and stuff like that. And also what would be Good lethal word. is have Luca post up and Kyrie one pass away. And even Kyrie as a screen setter for Luke. I mean, there's a lot of options here. They're gonna make them a little more creative. I think their offense is gonna be a lot better. I think it's gonna be a solid fit, kind of like LeBron Jason and, and Kyrie
0: is a fair What'd you say? Jason Kidd has to actually draw plays too. That would be important. I've seen I've seen all the Jason Kidd slander. Um, like I said, shout out Bibbs. I've seen everything Dallas related this year. Yeah, Jason Kidd has been pretty awful, even when I've watched him. I mean, I, Luka I High Pick and Roll, man. Yeah, it's always um, gonna be Luca high pick and roll. Yeah. I like the the trio of offense in, or even like I like I like Josh Green. Um, I've, I've said that before. Um, obviously earlier in the pod, but uh, I, I like Christian Wood as an offensive piece for them. I do not want to run the Nets. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. when he's hot, cool. He's usually not hot though, so that is kind of an issue. And defensively, oof, Reggie Bullock,
1: yeah. man, he better start. Josh Green, you talked about him earlier, man. I think his stock went through the roof now for his team. Like, he's invaluable now. He's going to get playing oh, a lot. Yes. But losing your best point of attack defender, man, I'm looking at it as a Clipper fan. If we play Dallas again, Dorian Finney-Smith already struggled with Kawhi. What the fuck are they going to do now? But now we have another issue. Is t- I mean, two guys now that can play like that. To me, here's my honest opinion. This season is not for the Ma- – the Mavs can't win a championship this year. Their yeah. roster's not good enough. Unless they think-
0: make another move, which
1: I not right. They got to, in my opinion, yeah, and they, and they could not be done at the deadline. You're right, especially with like guys like OG floating out there and stuff. That would be a perfect replacement. I for don't
0: them. think they can get OG personally. I don't think they have the. Is that fair? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like I don't they think the Raptors
1: do. would would um uh do that. But um, point is, I don't think that the Mavs can win the championship this year. Their two best players don't really guard. They don't have enough defenders to offset that. and That's what I think they're gonna have to do in the off season. So this season. Make a little noise, show everybody that this team is going to be dangerous. Now Luca has a second star. You go into the offseason and just get a bunch of role players that guard. Okay. Yeah. And then and you it run true. it. And then you really come out with a title charge in the 2023 24 season. Yeah. And now you've gained Luca's trust. You got a star for him, a guy that's a proven number two option on a championship team.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: one of my friends said this this is the first time Carrie Irving's playing with someone better than him that's younger than him. You think he's going to be okay with that?
0: But yeah, he's think they'd be like,
1: you know, brother, you, you were watching me back when I was like when I won the championship, you were probably watching me like as a 15-year-old kid, like going through puberty. Like, do you think, do you think he's gonna uh demand a little Luka
0: too much? Luka was, 15-year-old Luca is still better than Reggie Bullock? So, you know, <laughs> you know, he used to still him, he was still a bucket then. Um, I think they'll be fine. I, I really do. I think the Kyrie stuff, chemistry-wise, is overblown. His teammates love him. Like, that's okay. another thing too. I I like to point out. Is well, yeah, but, you know, Harden doesn't like a lot of players. So I don't, really And a lot like of people him. don't really like playing with Harden either. Yeah, so that's kind of my thing. But, like, most, 95% of players like playing with Kyrie, love Kyrie as his um, teammate. You know, it's all the, you know, best friends, brothers, you know, whatever. Um, so I don't think that will be an issue. But, yeah, um, I just think about it this way. Can they beat Denver? No, Denver would dog walk them in a playoff series. As Denver would dog walk almost anybody in a playoff series, I feel, outside of, like, Boston right now. And maybe um, you know the box give them some troubles because the rim protection is kind of you know iffy. But like yeah, like they won't contend for a championship really. Maybe they can win a they won a playoff series. I think that's fair.
1: They may. It, it all depends on who they match up with. Also, it all, like they could uh, match up. They can literally
0: match up with Denver. So like yeah. You know,
1: and you know. got about twenty games to, to to get this going. You know what I mean. You don't have that much time to work these to work oh, Kyrie yeah. in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if they played – like, Denver would probably 4 to them. Like, I give Kyrie and Luka the benefit of the doubt for two games, that yeah. they could make something crazy happen because, you know, they're magical players. But, like, when it comes down to it, you run into a complete team it, or Memphis. Um Even though I don't think Memphis has the capability of – I know they're, like, good defensively and all, but, like, I don't know. Like, what, are you going to put Ja on Kyrie? and you're going to put, like, Brandon Clark out there or, you know, what's uh, what's his name, Aldama out there sometimes. And, like, it's just going to be nightmarish. Like, Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't match up well defensively, relatively speaking. I know he's a great defender, so he can still do some things. But, like, you know, like Memphis would beat them, Denver. So, like, yeah, I mean, Golden State, who the hell knows what's going to happen with them, man. Yeah. I mean, Especially
1: with the news now that Curry's out for a little bit longer. <laughs> So, Clippers be would be up. great,
0: though. It would be Clippers-Mavs, actually. I'm praying for that. That would be the hell of a, a first round. Round three? No, first round. We're going first round. No, I'm saying round three of us playing them in oh. the first round. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think you guys would win. If,
1: oh, man, bro, I don't know. Playing Luca in the first round with Kyrie Irving is very scary, man. I don't know. Yeah. It was already toughing up with just Luca. Now it's going to be tough even – I mean, again, it's really about how much their defense really falls off. This season they've fallen off on defense already. They're in the bottom half of the league, but they're not bottom 10 or anything like that. We'll see if this move puts them there. My question is this, the final question, was it worth it for Dallas knowing that Kyrie's a free agent? In my opinion, it was worth it because now you have about a month and a half plus the playoffs to basically show Kyrie Irving you should be here. You have a chance to win a championship for the next three, four years of your prime with the best young player in the game probably, and soon to be – could be the best player in the league in a couple of years. You have an amazing opportunity here, but we'll see what Kyrie wants. Is his number one priority even winning championships, it, or is it just to be happy where he I feels – also, problem?
0: if he messes this up, it's kind of the nail in the coffin on the narratives against him. I mean, it almost is, but, like, if he messes – if he, like, screws this up in the way – I don't think he will, but, like, God forbid he did, that would really be like, oh, shit, like – Definitely never trusting him. Like that would kind of how it would look for him around the league. So I don't think he messes this up. I think he loves this. This is a last chance kind of thing to switch mm-hmm. the narratives on him. But yeah, like uh, I, I do feel bad because like I, I know like they're they're gonna Dallas can turn it around a little bit, but when you run into a complete team, yeah, um, it's worth it though. Like what were you gonna do? Run it up on um, Denver in the first round after winning a playing game and you know win a game or so like,
1: that's exactly what i was gonna say is th- their their alternative if they had kept the team together was they're making it to the second round and losing max like it would be shocking for me I, i've been saying it all year it would be would shocking if they it.
0: what'd you say it would make the second round I don't
1: even think so see the thing is i i, I still don't know because luca's so good like he can beat a first round team potentially depending on who they are well they probably
0: be like the ac though right so like that's my thing is like if you're right now they're like, the five seed are they up to five? I mean, it's fluctuated. They were literally just eighth a few days ago. They were
1: four last night before we beat the Knicks, but now they're five, uh, five again. They five I, I predicted Dallas finishing fourth this season in the before the season started. So I think they'll finish in the playoff, but not not the play in. But the point is, they're wearing it past the second round team with yeah. the, with the guys yeah. that they had to me. So, so now they are. Yeah. they're now now they're probably not either. Maybe they can go to the conference finals. But the thing is, you got a second star. If you go to the offseason or, as you said, make a move now, get the role players that guard, you have a chance of winning a championship. Then the conversation becomes, can two bet players that aren't too big on defense win a championship? Which makes me ask the final question, Kyrie Irving defensively. That's what everyone's going to be talking about, two players that don't really guard. Give me your thoughts on, his, uh, on Kyrie on D.
0: When he tries, he can lock in. But I mean, he's not, not like a lockdown defender by any means, but he can body up. You know, he'll give you his all. He'll pick your pocket a bit. He'll get, When he gets in your pocket, you can tell players getting a little bit questionable. Like, oh, shit, like, you know, he's got, like, two steals on me. I don't know how I feel about this. But there's really no defensive help there to cut. Like, it did help in Brooklyn having, like, like as much as people hate Ben Simmons. Guess what? He's still really good at the whole defense thing. And, like, Nick Claxton's been, like, deploy caliber. And KD's been really good. And you have help there. So it does ease the troubles a little bit there. I don't know how it works. That's two guys.
1: going to try The best team is going to try to target either of those two guys in crunch time of games. I, would, I already know. Like I would
0: target all four of, or five players out on the court there. Maybe like I may, I might not target like Reggie Bullock, I guess. And then, or I mean, Josh Green.
1: Those guys can Green. guard.
0: Green. They can guard. And I'm still not scared to go at them though. That's kind of yeah. the thing. Like there's not a single player in the roster. I'm like, oh no, like defense. like you know, This
1: guy's like, guarding me. I got to pass the ball.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm running right through you. Like, if yeah. I, if like, say I'm even like Andrew Wiggins, like I am attacking every, like, you know, like Andrew Wiggins is a, a strong guy. Well, yeah. Like, if I'm like a bigger wing like that, I'm saying, like, screw you. I'm going after you, 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 you. And who's your rim protection? Christian Wood. Guess what? I'm dunking on him. And like, or Dwight Powell. Oh, no, yeah. Dwight Powell. Um, Yeah, I, you know, I don't care. But,
1: so okay. you'd still make the move. If you're the Dallas, though, you think it's a good move.
0: Oh, you have sure. to. I mean, well, yeah. the alternative was garbage, too. And like, yeah. if you got him for a lower value, like, this is the lowest value you're going to be able to get a star for. Like, there was nothing close. Like, unless my, you had, my, yeah. Unless you want to give him a four or first, but they don't have. So, yeah. And my last words, too, are this is
1: a big test for Luca, man. We've, everybody's been saying, Luca needs to play without the ball a little more. And the defense was, well, who did he have to trust? Well, now you got a guy that's a one-man highlight reel, one of the most skilled players with the ball in his hands in terms of scoring that we've ever seen in the game. And that's coming from someone like me who watches every fucking era.
0: Most skilled player of all time. Skilled, what'd you say? The most skilled player of all time. Yeah.
1: Wow. He's up there I mean, for sure. I mean, I've heard three. people say that. Top three. I'll so, give him top,
0: like, top three and you can argue it, you know.
1: Yeah. And then, so it's going to be fun. No excuses now in terms of not having help on offense. He's got some help now, Luca. I'm so excited to see how much he plays off the ball, what it's going to look like. As I said, I think it's going to be very take turns in ways, but when you can take turns with one is Luca and one Kyrie creating a shot, it's not bad. Uh, Caleb, man, appreciate you so much. for coming on. Let the people know where they can find you. Uh, the link to your stuff will be in the description, but let them know uh, verbally as well.
0: Well, I was just if I if I'm you guys I would go to Twitter, look up Brooklyn Netcast, and then it, there will be a Link Tree link in the bio and you can find everything there, like our YouTube channel, our Instagram, our podcast, our websites in the works. You know, I, I decided I wanted to revamp it, so I'd give it some time, but that will be back up too. And also go check out uh I had an interview with uh Ichwan Thomas from Eton uh, Thomas, the former wizard. Yeah, yeah. He interviewed me. It was really backwards. It felt like I was like, "Oh, I'm getting interviewed. I don't." Yeah, that's interesting. Super comfortable with this, but he was talking to me about the Kyrie stuff, which obviously you know wrote the article at the right time. He wrote it like, uh, finished it like six hours before the trade. But check that out because I did retweet that. Um, he's a great guy, and it was a great interview. So check that out and check out all the pages. And I appreciate you for having me on. It was a, it was a much needed. Uh, it's kind of let me get everything out, how I feel about everything, my take on everything, and uh, I appreciate it.
1: Anytime, man. Make sure you guys follow him. Uh, you already know, guys. Comment your thoughts on the Kyrie trade. Who do you think are the big winners and losers? What do you think it does for Dallas and Brooklyn? You already know the deal. Subscribe, hit the notification bell. Love doing some videos that aren't always clipper related. Clippers and nets, we're gonna be live tomorrow night on Dime Dropper post game. Peace and have a good night. And also, forgot to mention this as we end 50 minutes on the dot. Dallas Mavericks, LA Clippers, Kyrie Irving's first game debut vlog on Wednesday night from Staples Center. Make sure you guys tune in. Peace. Good stuff.